On today's show, we're going to talk about how to stop comparing yourself to others. Stay tuned. Welcome to Debt Free Latina, the podcast where you can finally realize your dream of being debt free and feeling peace about your financial future. And now your host, Myra Alejandra Garcia. Hola, hola. Thank you so much for being here. You know, when we are comparing ourselves to others, that is the number one way to become unhappy. You see, when we compare ourselves to others, comparison is the thief of joy. And so anytime you find yourself comparing yourself to someone else, whether that's watching their highlight reel on IG or whatever it is, right? You might see someone with the latest car and you just wish that was you. If you are dealing with that, I would say, please stop. Catch yourself. Tell yourself, you deserve that too. You can get that too. You can earn that too. It might take you a little bit of time in order to get your finances in order, to budget for it, to plan for it, to save for it. But this is all possible for you too. And sometimes we are wired as Latinos to have this mindset, this limiting beliefs, right? This scarcity mindset that we think it might not be for us. It could be for our friends and family, but maybe not us. And it's like, no, that's not it. We have to have an abundance mindset. We have to think about what can I do to earn that? What, how hard would I have to work? Would um, maybe getting on a plan so you can eliminate the debt or maybe eliminating the debt and and eliminating the debt is going to allow you to free up your income so that you can save for that big thing, right? So we have to think about it in another way. We have to change our mindset. So as soon as you find yourself and you catch yourself that you are comparing yourself to others, why don't you instead create a plan? How can you get that to? How can you earn that to? What is it going to take? How long is it going to take? You can start projecting. You can get. You can start getting organized. There is a lot you can do instead of comparison. So you kind of have to build that habit and slowly as you catch yourself, think about, okay, I would like X, Y, Z. I would love to strive for that goal. And so that is one way. I actually received a message from a listener out in Chicago, and she asked a few questions. One was that, how do you eliminate comparison? How can you stop comparing yourself to others, especially when you see others are financially stable and thriving? And so she says that that hurts her sometimes. And so that's why I wanted to start the conversation with how do you stop comparing yourself so that you aren't hurting yourself, so that you do feel happy. And honestly, when you see something, you kind of have to be happy for them. You kind of have to 
build that habit of, you know, I'm really happy for you. I'm really happy that that happened. And I'm really hoping that that's something I can achieve too. And when you switch your mindset from a negative mindset of feeling hurt to maybe being happy for others and maybe setting a goal, it really shifts your whole spirit. And so if that's something you're struggling with, I hope that's helpful. Another question she had was that she says here, and I'm going to read this. How do you deal with constantly thinking about the subject of budgeting? And that's such a great question because I know I've been guilty of checking my budget every day. And now I feel like I do it at least once a week and maybe even a couple times a week when I know that there's changes or I had to pay something that wasn't budgeted. So I'll go in there and move things around in my budget so that everything stays balanced. So I do think there's a healthy relationship you need to have with your budget, but that's different for everybody. Some people can look at their budget once a month and that's healthy and and normal, right? For me, I like to really see what is going on and project things a lot quicker. It motivates me to meet certain goals and know that I'm going to do X, Y, Z by certain date. And that keeps me motivated. That makes me work really hard. And so what is going to motivate you? What gives you energy? And that's what a budget should do. If you feel restrictive by a budget, then that's a whole nother mindset you need to work on because a budget is simply a plan. And I'm going to say that one more time. A budget is simply a plan. And when you are planning, you are going to achieve what you have in mind. So I want to encourage you. There's nothing wrong with looking at your budget a couple times to project, to think, to start setting goals and planning for those goals. If certain necessities aren't being filled and you're focused on maybe just saving too much, then that's like a clue that something's got to give, something's just not balanced. And there are certain percentages that you should be within for each of the categories in your life. So, for example, um, housing should not be more than 35% of your household income. Um, there's, there's a lot of things like that, that indicators that something may be off. So looking at your budget regularly is normal. And what is normal? That's different for everybody. So I hope it helps as long as you have all of your needs met and you have goals and you are reviewing that when things change and things can change every day. Things can change a couple times a week. That's a good indicator that you are planning successfully. Another question she had, in terms of budgeting, my husband and I have separate accounts. My question here is, what do you recommend for couples that have separate accounts, but also a joint account? He pays some bills, I pay other bills. Should we have other accounts or leave it as is? He gets paid twice a month, I get paid two different days of the month. So even when budgeting, I struggle 
to separate our income to pay stuff because of the dates we are paid. Now, a couple things here. What do I think about joint accounts and separate accounts? I think that having joint accounts is the easiest and cleanest way to manage your money if you're married. When you have separate accounts, it gets really messy and you kind of have to do a budget for each of your accounts because you can't reconcile your budget if you have multiple accounts. So I like to keep things really clean in one account. Now, I have a very unique way of budgeting and I know exactly the challenge that you have because my husband gets paid on the 10th and the 25th of every month. I get paid every other week on Friday. So it is a bit of a challenge to organize when your bills fall. But for the, for the most part, um, I have scheduled like my mortgage on the 10th of every month because after the 15th, it's late. So I know my husband gets paid on the 10th. So that's when my mortgage comes out. So I try to organize things based on his paycheck and then my paycheck every other week because it doesn't technically fall on a certain day. Um, is more for the things that I can schedule every two weeks. So like our tithing, I schedule it with when I get paid. Um, there's a lot you can do also as far as like if you have a car payment and you call your bank that has your loan and you say, hey, I noticed that my bill is due on the 10th of every month. I would like that to be moved to the 15th of every month. Are you able to change my due date? And usually they can. So I would go through and see um, when you can coordinate most of your bills. I would highly recommend that you join your account as soon as possible. Get everything to come out of one account. And another thing is that my budget allows me to look at the month completely at a glance and then every column is a week. So if you are interested in seeing what that looks like and how you can plan your budget, feel free to reach out, go to debtfreelatina.com and schedule a 15-minute call with me and I'll show you how you can budget with these really odd pay periods and how you can organize your money so that you're never negative, so that you can see your whole month at a glance and how the money's gonna come in and out and the ebbs and flows throughout the month. So, it's really hard to explain that on video and on audio, but if you schedule a call with me, I'll show you exactly what I do. And yeah, it it really it really is complicated when you have multiple accounts. So again, highly recommend that you join everything together and you can keep your separate accounts for like your pocket money. So if that is like, 
let's say $100, he gets to keep $100, you get to keep. And that's for anything you might like that you're not going to consult with the other. Like there's a lot of things like that that my husband and I have that are just an agreement of, hey, this month you're taking 200, I'm taking 200 and we're going to be able to do whatever we want with this money. And so we don't do that all the time, but there are times where we have things going on. He has a hobby car. I have like the podcast in my business and things that I like to invest in. So there are those situations where we have our own money and we don't technically have separate accounts, but I do have my business account that he doesn't really deal with. So that's how I would deal with that. But it for everything that's household, try to join it as soon as possible. Thank you so much for being here. I will see you all. Thanks for listening to Debt Free Latina. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can take Myra with you on your journey to become debt free as you build financial wealth. Looking for more? Follow Myra on Instagram at debtfree.latina, Facebook at debtfreelatina, and online at debtfreelatina.com.